Bienvenidos a Radio Menea. I'm Miriam Suela Perez. And I'm Veroiti Flores, and we're two Latinx friends with wildly different music tastes. Each week we bring you music from the Latinx artists that we love, and this week we have a little Primavera playlist for y'all. Yeah, it's spring. I think it's probably, in my opinion, the most dramatic season of um, <laughs> of the year. I can see and that. And <laughs> you brought our first song, didn't you, Perez? Mm-hmm, I did. This is a pretty dramatic song, too, but it's also about, it uses spring as a metaphor. Mine are all very literal. So let's take another listen to Un Millón de Primaveras by Vicente Fernández. Solo falta un millón de primaveras Después de eso ya no vuelvo a molestarte Oh no, no volveré a cantarte Si te molesta, si te molesta El perro que ladró De alegría anunciando tu llegada Y me dices que ese perro está loco Que le ladra a la persona equivocada Yo te digo por favor aguanta un poco Ten paciencia no le des otra pedrada Oh no no volver a ladrarte si te molesta, si te molesta. Solo falta un millón. Yeah, I went with a little approach to this one. Songs that are literally about the spring, mostly use spring as metaphor. It's it's a good. Mm-hmm. It has a lot mm-hmm. of metaphorical kind of um, yeah possibilities juice to it. Possibility, yeah, exactly. So. Um, we talked about Chente in December because he passed away. He's a legendary Mexican singer. Maybe un poco homophobico. We won't go into the whole thing again. <laughs> yeah, just <some> time. <laughs> but um, this song was released in 2016, which actually surprised me that it was so recent. It feels like it could be from 1975. You know, like it just has this like <laughs> yeah. blustery, dramatic. Like it fe- I feel like the the tempo feels like spring too. Just this like upbeat kind of mm, situation mm-hmm. going on. But it's about love because, you know, so many. He was like, you know, very romantic singer, as many are. So, you know, he's basically saying that he will li- like he'll leave her alone after a million springs, which sounds a little creepy when you say yeah, it. Yeah, I can't that, decide but it's, whether it's like sweet or creepy. Like the so- I mean, like sonically, it's like very sweet. And I'm just sweet. like, oh, yeah, very sweet. But then also it's like, mm, is this creepy? Maybe. Who knows? It depends. It depends. I feel like romantic <laughs> relationships have walk that line a lot because sometimes it's yeah, like very sure. dramatic you know like it's a little rapey maybe or a little stalkery or whatever so fortunately that's how some of these romance tropes go but it really depends on the context of the relationship exactly yeah and like consent and stuff i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah not a lot of consent in these songs Critical. um but but yeah i just i thought this was a good one to start with we have a lot of mexico this um mm-hmm this episode this spring episode yeah we do we do that's interesting i feel like i like that for us because we're often so caribbean heavy i know know? i know i think it's Um, good also just wanted to let y'all know that this is going to be our last episode for a few weeks we're taking a little Mm -hmm. break because we're working on a little project also related to so 
um, can't Stay say tuned. anything yet, but no. you know, it's we're thinking about y'all. We will be, yeah. you'll be on our minds. Yeah. So yeah, thanks for your patience. We've got an archive of like over 200 episodes, so lots to look at, listen to if you miss us. Um, but yeah, we'll be back in a couple of weeks, and so here's some. This is some spring st- songs to kind of tide you over. Yeah, and we'll be back during my power season, aka verano. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We probably be back a little bit before spring, yeah. summer. But yeah. yeah, fair. You're excited. <clears throat> I'm, right, I'm so excited. What's, what's your first song for this episode? So I really think that spring is the most dramatic season. So all of my songs today, the theme is drama. And um, what is more dramatic than a bolero, right? So Mm -hmm. I have a bolero, a new bolero by Ile and Adrián Quesada. This one's called Mentiras con Cariño. really is more dramatic than spring i think that like unfreezing and everything coming alive and an explosion of blooms is extremely dramatic you know also then there's like the random snow in april that was very dramatic too like we're having a cold that's dramatic in a different way yeah (laughs) (laughs) i feel like spring is just like you think you're ready and then like psych no it's yeah it is a very dramatic (laughs) roller coaster of emotions Mm -hmm. for me Mm -hmm. i find yeah yeah um but yeah, I'm really out here like feeling my feelings and taking pictures of every single Aww. flower I see. Like <laughs> every flower I see, I'm just like, oh, that's pretty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, springtime, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so this is called Mentira con Cariño. And the thing that I really love about it is that... Um, you know, first of all, like my love of boleros is really well documented on this podcast. Shout out our bolero episode. We can link that in the show notes if you haven't listened to it. We have a lot of like really cool old boleros in that one. But I really love like a well-executed modern rendition of a classic genre. And I think this one executes. This one does a mm-hmm. job. It's really on point. Um, mm-hmm. It's from Adrián Casada, who is a producer and guitarist, and Ile is on vocals. Um, we had Ile on the show a while back. 
we can link that in the show notes too. Uh, she's just super talented, I think, and she really kills it here. She gives it the drama that it really calls for. And I don't know. I'm just like, I'm feeling the fucking vibe. And she's the sibling of Residente? Is that right? Not Residente, of Visitante. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, not related to Residente, to <laughs> okay. the other member of Calle 13, the less okay. um, embarrassing one right now, okay. if you ask so me. So it is, yeah, it is a connection <laughs> to Calle 13, but not that one. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is beautiful. I'm really, I love that you love Bolitos. I think that's really... I'm just, I love that for you. you know? <laughs> like it's, it's like part of your journey toward feelings, you know? <laughs> oh, it's been a long war, Pettis. <laughs> I know, I know. I've been on the sidelines watching, <laughs> cheering you on, throwing you music. Everyone's you know, smiling. we're out here just trying to grow a little bit every day. It's yeah. fucking exhausting, it is but you exhausting. know, marginally better than the alternative. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Yeah, this is beautiful. I think I saw it on like Instagram or something. It came across my feed and yeah, it's really, it's really beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I posted it when it came out. This is the first single off of Bolero Psicodelicos, which is um, an album that Adrián Quesada is putting out and it was just released in advance of the album last week. Um, but, and yeah, and the, the other thing that I will say about this song is that like, I love like the theme, like the lyrical content of it, which is it. Sometimes I don't pay that much attention to what songs are saying, but this one, the the lyrics did strike me. And it's just like the theme is of like finding happiness within yourself and not relying on a romantic partner to provide that, which, you know, is really my speed. Chef's kiss. <laughs> love that. Te olvidas yeah. que yo me he acompañado siempre. Like, I fucking mm. love that. Yeah. Yep. I think that's beautiful, too. I think yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, it sort sort of gives me the vibe of that like Warson Shire poem where she talks about how her solitude is so sweet that she'll mm. only take somebody else if they're better than that, mm. and that's truly my vibe. Yeah, that's the way to be, man. Because then you don't settle, you know. No, you don't have, you have to. High standards. What's better yeah. than your own fucking peace? Yeah, in your own company. Very few yeah. things. If you find it though, that's dope. Yep. <laughs> you're, about to, you're about to go to a wedding, right? <laughs> I, I am about to go to a wedding. You know me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think I uncharacteristically really love weddings, not because of the like emotional aspects, but just because I love a party of a lot of people that I know mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm friends with usually. Yeah. And so, um, uh, yeah, I'm about to go see a bunch of family. You're down to celebrate love as a side note. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) I think it's great. I've, you know, never been one to dream about weddings myself, but, you know, I support others in their dreams. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm a romantic, but I've never dreamed of weddings. Like, that's Mm -hmm. not the kind of, Mm -hmm. it didn't, maybe I knew deep down in my mind as a child that I wasn't going to have that sort of traditional thing. But, um, Mm -hmm. but I, yeah, I think it's very sweet when people want to celebrate their relationship and, and get their community's involvement in that. I think it's sweet. So I like rituals. Yeah. I'm hoping there's going to be some dancing. I want to dance. That's oh, my God. My of big, course. Right? That's my big um, there hope not be? for the party. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, my next one is um, continuing on this thematic tip of spring. This is called Primavera Azul, and this is a vallenato by Los Inquietos de Vallenato. Let's take a listen. 
quisiera verte Expresar mi amor y en un beso Brindarte el corazón Me pongo triste Al no escuchar tu voz Será tu rostro Lo que me enamoró Y no he podido contener el llanto Pasan las horas Todavía no me hallo Ay, ¿qué será de mí? A cada instante te vivo pensando Quiero decirte que te estoy amando Y que So this is a new group to me, but I was excited for the opportunity to bring Bayanato because we talked about it, you know, in the Columbia episode. I think we've had like a couple of moments here and there with Bayanato, but um, I'm not, it's not a genre I'm really familiar with, but I really like it. Um, yeah, I just like the sound. I like the danciness of it. Um, and, you know, this has, of course, like another romantic kind of take on spring as a metaphor. Yeah, I like accordion a lot, as mm-hmm. evidenced by our accordion episode. I think we're both mm-hmm. fans of that instrument. It's just mm-hmm. so weird. <laughs> I honestly <laughs> think it's so weird. <laughs> I love it. Like, who came up with that? I Amazing. Know. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Like, let's combine winds and keys. And, Outstanding. Um, Outstanding. Yeah. Really difficult actually, to play. Actually, briefly, this fall was like, had this idea that I wanted to take accordion lessons, which I think would have been amazing and really difficult. But there was, I literally could find one person who taught accordion in like the entire district of Columbia. (laughs) And she also (laughs) teaches like 18 other instruments. And so she was, she did not have any availability, (laughs) which, you know, I don't think I actually need like a loud, expensive hobby, but um, it just seems like fun. I think you should get on that person's wait list. I am. I have been and I've heard nothing. Okay, good. I am so glad to hear that. Yeah, but I've heard nothing, so clearly she's in high demand, but I don't think it's for the accordion, (laughs) necessarily. Um, But yeah, it just seems like I played a little kid accordion once, and it was really fun, and I was like, maybe this could be fun, but maybe I'm... Maybe it's really the toy accordion that I'm meant for, because it's a big instrument, too, and it's like... (laughs) It it requires a lot of, like, upper body strength. Ooh. And, like, you're doing, like, three things at once, because you're, like, playing keys, and you're playing buttons, and you're, like, opening and closing. Anyway... Yeah, it's but very difficult to pull off. I really admire accordion players, accordionists. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know how to say that. But oh yeah, I I think mm-hmm. uh is cool and I'm I'm always down for some accordion making appearances in yes. Latin sounds. Agreed, agreed. Diaspora's so, movements of people. How yes. fascinating. I know, I know. Um, so obviously, these, I mean, it may not obviously, but these folks are Colombian. It's really where Vallenato is, is primarily centered and where it's from. Um, I couldn't find very much about them on the internet, but they've been together since 94, according to their Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and so this song has been covered by other people. I think that it's their song, but I can't verify that. It's just based on 
my research there like when you google this song this is what comes up but um for our members we're gonna take another a listen to a different version of this song that i think is really fun from a different genre so um if you're not a member there's a link in our show notes to become one if you want to figure it find out what that um what that other version of the song is all about dope well the next song that i have is one that i listened to for the first time like yesterday and i've already listened to like 67 times in the like amazing 12 hours since i first listened to them and i think seven of those hours i was asleep so um <laughs> I can vouch. You texted me about this last night, and then we texted again about it this morning. I so. did. I did. <laughs> this song is called Soy el Único, and it's by Yaritza y su esencia. discovered this because um our girl julissa wrote about mm. them for rolling stone okay. and um yeah i'd just been like meaning to listen to it she just like had like really lovely things to say about it and i was like okay yeah like interesting like a mexican regional sort of like corrido tumbado style um song by this like 15 year old kid and her brothers right and i was like yeah i'll listen to it but i just like i hadn't done it yet and then when I was prepping for this episode, I was like, let me check it out. Maybe it's time. And it definitely hits my category required for drama. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. Something about the feeling in her voice. I mean, her voice is like good, I think. But it's not even she's got this like amazing voice necessarily. Like it's not about that for me or about skill. It's just like how much feeling is actually there, which is like mm-hmm. wild because this girl is 15 years old. And singing like she's like lugging around 30 years worth of heartbreak or something. (laughs) You know, like. Good performer. Like, I don't know if you're an old soul or like what is going on here, but. (laughs) You had a rough childhood. (laughs) Yeah, but algo pasó aquí that like you're just like, there's an unusual amount of feeling for um, how old you are here. Although, to be fair, like, who feels more feelings than 15 year olds? Yeah. You know, I think that's true. I think that's true. It's a very 
feelingsy time in your life. But I agree that <laughs> yeah. she she really has like a old soul vibe to her to her voice. It's incredible. Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, it's also like the kind of thing that I really, really love in a song where like you like really put me through something that like is completely outside of the scope of my life you know like <laughs> yeah. absolutely yes make me feel like I'm some like no good woman who doesn't value her boyfriend who's like really the only <laughs> one who's ever gonna love me like this like it's no bearing on my reality and that makes it even better just like bring it on <laughs> yeah yeah it's interesting right because it's like is she queer and singing for herself or is she singing for her brothers like it kind of feels like she's singing their scenarios from the video you know like yeah a little bit I mean I do love like one thing that I do love about this if you look at the visual like I love like her gender presentation mm-hmm. the fact that the so- song is like sung from the perspective of a dude about a woman yeah. um I think is like sort of cool um and and yeah like I'm just interested in learning more about her and yeah so she's her name is Yaritza Martinez she's 15 her two brothers um are backing her up on uh bass and guitar she also plays a guitar and um I was curious if you'd heard of her before because she started amassing a fan base really on TikTok no and I hadn't. I yeah so she like would do these like soulful covers on TikTok I guess and like Amazing. people loved them and she was like quickly discovered and signed by Lumbre Music and so this is like their debut single like as like a signed like group right but it's just like this family band from this town in Washington state where there's like a lot of like migrant farm workers you know mm-hmm. um and it's, I don't know, like, I, I just really love the vibe. I think it's so, so cool. And I'm really ready to hear more from Jadita and her brothers. Amazing. Well, I'm now following her on TikTok, so I'm excited about that. And yeah, this is incredible. And I'm so curious about, yeah, the gender presentation and like her identity and um, excited to see what comes of this group. Yeah, just a criminal amount of swag also for a, a young person <laughs> a of that age. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's fair. It's fair. All right, what do you got next for us? All right, our my last one um, is, yeah, another Mexican um, artist. I don't think we've ever brought her before, but she's kind of a big, big deal in Mexico. Has had a really big career. This song is Maldita Primavera, and it's by Yuri. Let's take a listen. Fue más o menos así Vino blanco noche y viejas canciones Y se reía de mí Dulce embustera La maldita primavera Que queda de un sueño erótico, sí De repente me despierto y te ha sido Siento el vacío de ti, me desespero como si el amor doliera y aunque no quiera, sin quererlo pienso en ti.
she's a Mexican singer and actress. She's had a very long career, 29 albums. Damn, prolific. Um, yeah, at some pr- point kind of considered like the pop princess of Mexican music. I don't know if that's still a case, but this is definitely like a very poppy, ballady, feelingsy song. Yeah. Yeah, this seems like maybe a little bit before my time. Yeah, I'm not familiar with her, but I'm, I wouldn't say that I was super familiar with like Mexican music scene overall, you know, so mm-hmm. um, I'm not I'm not super keyed in. But this one, you know, again, more about love, but this one is sort of like love lost or love scorned, which is the where the maldita comes from. from I the, know, the it feels rough to yeah. maldecir la primavera, you feel me? Like, yeah. como va a ser eso, coño? But like, you know, Primavera is also like the season of love and because it's partially, mostly, I think, because it's a season of um, mating for a lot of animals, right? Especially like domesticated animals. I was like, is there seasons for love? Yeah, no, because this is when... I feel like people make every season about love, though. Like, I mean, I I get the mating Also true. I get the mating piece, but like in winter, people say it's cuffing season. In the summer, people say it's time to like go out and get laid. (laughs) It's just like... People oh, just want to love at every time of the year. <laughs> I agree. But if you, this one has like a very clear origin, which is like watching the bunnies fornicate, you know, yeah. watching the 100%. The You're goats right. are born, the lambs are lambing. You know, like there's a whole thing <laughs> happening. I in the think spring. that maybe spring has the best stake, the best claim to like to, to a love yeah, season. I probably. think so. Although that's us transposing romance on what is probably mostly just a very physiological thing. Correct. <laughs> for a lot of animals. Correct. I mean, some animals do mate for life, like geese and shit like that. Um, yeah. But then there's also the Jesus part of this this metaphor, right? Which is that, you know, Easter, he's risen, which is very connected to, I think, the, those nature things, right? Like there's a reason yeah. that Easter is I mean, the they spring. had to sell Christianity to the pagans somehow, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, the, let's let's have it all line up. An Easter bunny. Yeah, it's true. Um, and those rhythms mattered a lot more back in the day when people lived much, you know, much closer to those rhythms because of agriculture and the lack of modernization and technology. So, um, but, you know, love is not always a good thing. Love is not always, doesn't always end well, you know. So here we go, Yuri, mm-hmm. with our mm-hmm. maldita primavera love scorn. <laughs> situation so you know i gotta keep it balanced yeah gotta thanks balanced. for bringing the balance in but yeah you know i know you're uncharacteristically like in a, like a romantic vibe with your song so here we go <laughs> <laughs> are they i feel like my songs are well, very more heartbreaky honestly actually, they're very dramatic heartbreaky you know you're right you're right okay okay you know okay fair fair i miss not a lot of times you'll hear me bringing lots of very romantic songs no but who knows no it's unusual. It's unusual. You're right. <laughs> They're romantic, but not necessarily the positive sides of romance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's your last one? Where's this one going to take us? So my last one is a bit of a departure from okay. the rest <laughs> of what I brought, which is very on brand for me. But I think it's equally dramatic. Um, let's take a listen to um, this amazing synth composition by Oksana Linda. This um, is called Mariposas Aquáticas. Thank you. 
this is a departure, not from the music that you like, but from the music of this episode, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right, right. So uh, I brought this because, uh, so this is from an album that came out last week by Venezuelan synth artist Oksana Linde. It's her debut album. And um, I just think the story around this is really dope, too. Like, I really love the music, um, which probably isn't for everyone. But um, Oksana <laughs> was born to Ukrainian immigrants in Venezuela oh. in Caracas in 1948. And, um, you know, when she had some health issues go down, she quit her job as a scientist. She was, like, trained as a chemist. And in the early 80s, like, at the age of 33, she just began to immerse herself in making music and became part of this, like, small but thriving electronic music scene in Caracas and made these, like, stunning synth compositions. And this album, which is her first at age 74... Um, is made up of her compositions from 1983 to 1987. Oh my God. That's Isn't that dope? Yeah, that's a cool story. Yeah, it's It's a really cool fucking story. I just love that she like didn't start making music until she was in her 30s, like just like dedicated herself to her art and to her crafts. And then like now she's 74 and the world is hearing them, you know? It's so fucking cool. It's amazing. It's amazing. The Ukrainian connection is also really interesting given the moment that yeah, we're in. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I learned that my maternal grandparents are both from towns that are, are actually in modern-day Ukraine. Oh. But when they left those towns in, like, the 20s and 30s, they were Poland, and they were both in Poland because those borders have changed so much Yeah, they've so shifted much throughout the years. Time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, national nationality doesn't matter that much to Jewish immigrants because... Jews were right. sort of never they weren't really, really accepted, accepted anywhere. Yeah. Part of the nation state. So they never identified as like Polish. They were Jews. But anyway, that's interesting. And is she, I don't know. Is she Jewish? Oksana doesn't sound Jewish, but I don't know. The probably answer to that not question. also because 1948, unfortunately, most of the Jews in Ukraine had been murdered. Yeah. So yeah. probably unlikely that she would have. Yeah. Anyway, um, you said that, you, when I was about to listen to the song, you're like, you're going to hate it. And you're, you're right. It's not my kind of music. <laughs> but I think the story is incredible that she's yeah. been doing this for decades. And only now, I wonder what's finally allowed her to have her first album. Um, I mean, basically, this there's this Peruvian imprint called Ba Records, um, B-U-H. Um, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but... Uh, like they just like found her shit and they were like, can we put some of your music out? <laughs> and Amazing. they did, you know? Um, so it's really, it's really cool. And there's a, there's a little YouTube video that we can link in the show notes too of like her speaking about sort of her story. She's alive, you know, she's around um, and like talking about what she did and how she did it and how she's like, you know, like no hay dicha que, que venga demasiado tarde, basically, you know? And, um, she's very, she's, it's, it's very cute, but I mean, I genuinely just like love this shit. I fucking love an analog synth. I Mm -hmm. feel like I'm exploring this underwater oasis, which is honestly all I ever want to be doing anyway. You know, what's an underwater, what's an aquatic butterfly? I don't even, you know, I think that that's like really, she's really within the, uh, latin american um magical realism territory here because like she's just like making up a new world 
right? And like mm-hmm. this um, this album is called Aquatic and Other Worlds, and it's sort of about the sea, I guess, um, mm-hmm. and you know how much I love the ocean and the sea, and I can really hear it. And yeah, I mean, I just. Side note, Felix Sebastian was right about the Little Mermaid leaving the ocean for busted ass land. Big mistake, in my opinion. <laughs> um, Fair. But <laughs> big the butterfly, mistake. the butterfly is like an interesting metaphor because, like, there's so many interesting sea creatures, but like, you can't make that motion in water, you know? I feel like, like jellyfish the, are sort of like making that, like, sort of like a much slower version right, of like a sort of flying like, across the water wings like it has a very you know like wings have such a frenetic motion that you just can't make in water yeah like there's all lots of animals that make interesting but maybe that's the point you know it's like fish out of water yeah just new ways to imagine the world i really love it i um i don't know like i i also love that like there's this idea that you know i've talked about this before this idea that electronic music is a realm of white men and Mm-hmm. actually like women were pioneers of the genre and like since as we know them today would really not exist without wendy carlos who is a transgender mm-hmm. woman who like really helped to um develop the moog synthesizer mm-hmm. um and um yeah i just love every moment that i can get to crack that conception because like women have really been integral to the development of right. electronic sound as we know it and it's super exciting for me personally to hear a venezuelan woman's compositions um so yeah um yeah. yeah and like not only that but like a woman who like began exploring making music in her 30s and is like putting mm-hmm. out her first album in her 70s like it's just you know never too late to explore something new that you're passionate about y'all so get into it yeah and like clearly doing it for the joy of it and not for like the fame or the you know the hype or whatever yeah yeah like as a creative practice and Mm -hmm. like a way to stay centered and yeah you know an exploration which is so cool i have to correct what i said earlier about immigrants because it i reread what you written and it's her family she was born in 1948 she was already so they had already been there yeah yeah so who knows maybe they're jewish or not but um but yeah so i stand corrected um well, yeah, thanks for bringing this, even though it's not it's not something I would listen to. I appreciate the and getting to know these other worlds for sure. <laughs> yeah. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. We hope this little Primavera playlist keeps y'all supported and happy through the end of the season. We will be back shortly and we will take the time to work on something special that we have lined up for you. Yeah, hopefully we'll be able to talk to you about it in the near future. And thanks so much for for listening and for your support. Follow us on social media. Um, you know, Vero tries to keep posting there every once in a while, even if we're working on something else. So follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And then um, our newsletter will take a pause while we're on pause. But if you want to get the edition for Friday, you can sign up to the link in our show notes. All right, y'all. Hasta la próxima. Hablamos prontito. Yep, and shout out to Maite for her editing and nos vemos muy pronto. Chao babies. Solo he de adorarte. Solo falta un millón de primaveras. Después de eso ya no vuelvo a molestarte. Oh no, no volveré a cantarte. Si te molesta, si te molesta. Si te molesta, si te molesta, si te molesta.